MSP Marketing in Bite-Sized Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MKLink's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org. Copywriting for MSPs, Part 16. As a quick recap from last time, we looked at the importance of being specific in your case studies and your testimonials. We talked about getting Google reviews and handling complaints professionally. And finally, we looked at Cialdini's law of reciprocity with macro gestures and micro gestures. And from that last point about reciprocity, we finished around including things within your envelope of the marketing piece, such as a voucher for goods or services or an invitation to an exclusive event or some other token, which is a high perceived value. We can now jump straight into the ADA part of the model, which we've already covered in this series about MSP copywriting, and which we now know stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. So to quickly recap, attention, the headline of the sales letter should instantly grab someone's attention and be as punchy as possible, inviting them to read more. Having stood next to someone selling newspapers on many occasions back in the days when I used to work on street markets, I can tell you that headlines can make the biggest impact. And in adverts, they can make up to 80% of the difference alone within the conversion rate. And once you've got past the headline, then the subhead and the next section of the copy needs to maintain the interest. That's facts figures, quotes, and anything that's relevant, interesting, and compelling can be used to draw the reader into the content. You can think of it as a grease slide where your visitors or customers or prospects are heading inexorably towards the call to action. But before we get to that call to action, we need to build up the desire. And that means lots of emotion, lots of benefits, lots of examples, and imagined futures where the prospect can really see how your product or service will work for them in a transformative way. The desire is where the magic happens and the headline has attracted them and the interest part of the story reels them in and the call to action is where they buy or download or whatever you need them to do. But the desire needs to be built up and that's the magic ingredient. Building desire is pretty much everything and a obviously stands for call to action so make sure that you have a robust call to action and if necessary ask for the business or the call to action multiple times and in different way so now we move on to the G of the urgent ADA model and that stands for guarantees now when somebody's looking at your call to action and deciding whether to proceed or not they'll be considering what risks they face and it's all too easy to just think that the risks of taking an action will be monetary risks Now those risks could involve money or they can involve time or effort or social risk and various other factors and we'll look at those now. So looking at guarantees, in a typical sales letter, any guarantees that you offer usually come just before the call to action. This structure is effective because presenting the guarantee before the call to action creates a risk reversal and it helps to alleviate any potential concerns or hesitations that your reader might have about your product or service. Now you might need to be a bit brave with your guarantee, but in my opinion, if you're sure about yourself and you're willing to stand by your products and services, then a guarantee telegraphs your confidence and definitely helps you win more business. When somebody's reading your sales letter, they want a degree of certainty that the benefits associated with your call to action outweigh any risks for them that they might face as a consequence of taking that action. And as I just alluded to just now, it's easy to think that they're only worried about any financial risk, but there are several other main considerations to bear in mind. Firstly, there's the product or service quality risk. 
And what I mean by that is in the eye of the buyer, there's always a concern about whether the product or service will perform as promised. Poor quality or ineffective results can lead to dissatisfaction, waste of time and additional costs for replacement or repair. And that, of course, leads us on to a time risk. Time invested in learning and setting up or integrating a new product or service can be significant. If your solution doesn't deliver as expected, their time is lost and it cannot be recovered. And that neatly leads us on to opportunity cost. By choosing one product or service over another, individuals or businesses might be missing out on alternative solutions that could be more effective or more valuable. This is particularly relevant for businesses or professionals. If the product or service doesn't meet expectation, it can actually harm the buyer's reputation, especially if that purchase decision is visible to other clients or customers or peers or other suppliers. Just think about the reputation costs are being hacked for a business owner. So buying these services, there is an associated reputational risk. And that last point does, of course, bring us on to legal and compliance risks. This is especially relevant in regulated industries such as finance. This is where the purchase must comply with legal standards and regulations and failure to do so can result in legal consequences. So moving on here, something that often doesn't get thought about enough is potential social risk associated with a purchase or a call to action. Now this can be especially true for referrals. Multiple times I've seen instances where people did not go ahead with a purchase when the vendor was actually a friend of the buyer. And whilst this sounds counterintuitive, there is the risk that if the sale goes sour, it will become really awkward between the colleagues, which is especially true of a services industry where it's not just a single transaction. And in the past, I've personally seen friendships get really strained when someone paid their friend for SEO services and their Google rankings actually got worse. It was pretty awkward and I've seen that. Now we could go on and on about various risks associated with calls to action but I would like to quickly mention about cultural or ethical risks and that can be especially true if a supplier is associated with certain political or ideological beliefs. For instance I've seen this with certain suppliers where the vendor was based in the Middle East and the prospect for those managed services was of a different religious background causing the sale not to proceed. Now as another example this category could include ecological issues and indeed any number of perceived risks for the vendor. So the point I'm trying to raise here is in that each case, the perceived risk for the buyer needs to be addressed and very often this gets overlooked. So it's all very well reducing any financial risk by offering a financial money back guarantee, but that doesn't help if somebody gets hacked. So for your guarantee to be effective, it needs to be something that you can really hang your hat on. As soon as people start using weasel words in a guarantee, it negates all their hard work. Offering a really strong guarantee and indeed any other risk reversal strategies dramatically increases the conversion rate of a sales process. And perhaps it's a good time to remind you about the guarantee that Domino's Pizza used, which was actually their USP. If you recall, their promise was that the buyer would get delicious, hot, fresh pizza delivered to their door within half an hour, or it was free. And that tagline made them famous and rich. I think that's enough about guarantees for now. Next time, we'll look at one of the most powerful effects which will cause the action to be acted upon, which is establishing urgency. MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MKLink's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, 
make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org.